Welcome to the June edition of the Simple Farms LLC podcast. I'm Lori Boyer, CEO and creator of the Simple Farms podcast. Scott Scheimer is joining me for our discussion here today. Scott, before we started recording, we were talking about some of the good moisture that we've received here in eastern Colorado. Although it's been a little bit cool, we just need to get some heat units out there and really get our crops popping and get things going this year. Oh, I agree, Lori. Thanks for having me on again. It's funny. We're looking at our wheat crop right now. And three months ago, two months ago, we were wondering how we were going to even hold the ground. We were so dry. I wasn't even sure the wheat was going to continue to grow. And yeah, now we here we are over two inches of rain and um, too wet to wrap up our spring planting. We're still working on millet right now. Very optimistic. We did get a little hail last night. I guess you're going to get that along with the rain. Uh, we did lose a little wheat. I have some neighbors that really got beat up. Overall, very excited. It seems like the same trend the last three years. Very dry going into spring planting and just begging for a dry day to get it wrapped up. Like you said, on the heat units too. I was complaining about that yesterday and I thought the last few years, we sure catch up in July and August and uh, hasn't been an issue. So I'm pretty sure we'll probably be in the same trend. We'll see what happens. Scott, here in some recent discussions, a couple of people are questioning whether or not it's too late for the wheat crop with this moisture. Is it? No, no. You know, that wheat is just starting to get a little color, but we just saw the bloom here Memorial weekend. So even in the dough stages, you know, we'll make another berry. We'll definitely add test weight. And this cooler weather, you couldn't ask for better conditions to fill wheat. It is a funny looking creature down here. About a third of the plant height is its head. We are really short, but we do have really nice heads on the wheat. So, no, I'm very optimistic. And again, looking back, we were just a few months ago worried we weren't even going to have a crop to hold the ground. Any disease, any pest pressure, anything like that going on in your neck of the woods? Nothing major, nothing I'm really hearing about. We see some spots, some stress spots. I'm not even bothering to scout this year. We just hope we make it to the end, but uh, nothing major that I'm hearing or seeing. You mentioned you're planting millet. Where does your millet go? Well, we love to take it to Perry Brothers up in Otis. Uh, they take very good care of us. And uh, so a majority of it goes there. We are sending some down to Texas and some into Missouri for uh, bird feeders. And that's pretty much the main user. There is so much information that has come out of Washington, D.C. on what USDA and other federal agencies and the administration are doing to try to help the farming industry here in the United States. New programs, new money resources, um, talk about changing some of the programs around, allowing producers out of CRP contracts that are expiring, just all kinds of stuff to help mitigate. Is it helping, though? I've never felt like the government helps us. We're still capitalists. Our country's built itself by pulling ourselves up by, on our boot, by our own bootstraps. Really, I think the policies they put out there, it, I, I think personally, it goes back to the green energy. We want to save the environment. We want to move forward on that aspect, but I think we need to work together. And uh, the policies and the restrictions on oil production and gas production in our country has just, I think it's been the biggest hampering point. We don't need the government to help us. If they'll just allow us to produce energy in our country instead of requiring it from other countries, cheapen up our energy costs. I think that would, that in itself would help everyone, including us as producers. That feeds right into where I was going to head and how we can use the Simple Farms app. Right now, more important than ever, 
to be monitoring and tracking what's going on on your farm or any any agricultural operation. And that's exactly where I was going to head next with a question, Scott. The cost of inputs, the cost of gas, the cost of diesel, just crazy right now. But entering this information into the Simple Farms app, that makes using the Simple Farms app more important than ever when it comes to tracking and mitigating costs, correct? It really can, Lori. And and I'm just as guilty party as any farmer out there right now. We're logging all the information into the program, into the Simple Farms program, every operation, every input we're doing right now. But as far as analyzing it, I'm running day and night trying to get our planting done, keep our fields clean. So we're collecting the data. And here we have a wet day. So it's been about two weeks since I've really run an analysis on anything we're doing. But I have all the data collected in the program. Yeah, today I'll sit down, rerun these numbers of what we've been putting in. There's a transport truck sitting in the yard right now filling our bulk fuel tanks. I didn't even ask what the price was on the fuel this time. (laughs) I just know I'm optimistic we're going to need the fuel for wheat harvest here and uh, to keep the ground clean with the plows and sprayers. So we we know that we need the fuel right now, so we'll just plug that cost in and and rerun our analysis. Uh, There's not much else we can do. It just definitely gives us perspective of where we're at and where we need to be going using that program. Scott, after running your last analysis, can you give us an example of a thing or two you found in that analysis that you were able to adjust that will benefit your operation? Probably the biggest thing is uh, we are no-till and uh, a lot of spraying operations and just trying to find a way to cut one spraying operation out. The chemical costs are astronomical. It makes a big difference. It's just timeliness on hitting that field at the right time, getting the weed control so we don't have to go back and do it again. That's been a big one, and that's one we're kind of focusing on this year. That's a great example on how that app can sure help farmers and ranchers with their costs and and control, knowing what's going on on their their operation. You have visited with us before about carbon credits and you're incorporating that into your operation. How has that benefited you so far? And, and even maybe a little bit of advice for others who are listening. Yeah, I, I'm always trying new things and we've been talking about microorganisms in our soil for the last few years. And uh, the company Locus Ag that we work with integrates both the microbes treatment on our seed with facilitating a carbon credit program with blue source. And it qualifies us in the carbon credit program. So it was kind of a win-win. We're treating our seed with microbes and uh, we're getting paid to do it, basically, is the way to look at it. The university data on these seed treatments from locusts has shown some yield boosts. So we're very excited to see what it ends up doing. We're doing it on our millet, corn, and milo. And we'll be doing it on the wheat this winter. We're just hitting the beginning on production in. But we are also receiving a payment up front for our carbon credits even though we don't have production yet, it's helping pay for these inputs. That's one too, <laughs> using the Simple Farms program. We're talking about products where two ounces treats a 50 pound bag. So you're getting down to minuscule measurements to calculate. And uh, it's been kind of interesting you, working with our customers with Simple Farms and figuring out ways to run these numbers to figure out exactly at these minuscule levels what these costs are per acre. And that makes the program nice too. It figures it out for you. Entering information on carbon credit costs and return on investment can be entered into the Simple Farms app then, Scott? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So the treatment you put in as a additive or a fertilizer with your seed. And so it's calculated there. And then as far as your payout, we put it in the business expense column as an income level, and you can apply it towards the fields that you are putting the product in or the entire operation is how you want to look at yourself. And so, yeah, you show your ROI specifically on that product and you can run a specific analysis just for the carbon credits if you want in the program. And is Locust Ag a vendor that you are using for the carbon credits, Scott? So Locust has partnered with a company called Blue Source. And Blue Source is one of the largest carbon credit exchange companies in the world. They've existed for about 25 years now in the carbon exchange. And so we work with them and Locust in conjunction. And uh, Blue Source is a facilitator of the carbon exchange. So they have the buyers on the other end. And they create the packages that fit those buyers' needs. So you have big companies that need agriculture carbon credits or the wind farm or solar, and they put a portfolio together for them. And so we're part of their portfolio that they market to these companies that are wanting to offset their carbon. It wasn't too long ago, Scott, that I had a conversation with a farmer here in a region that was asking about carbon credits and saying that he had a hard time wrapping his head around this. So how do you help people to understand what a carbon credit is and make it more tangible to them? All right. So we're farmers. So I guess take it in the grain, in the aspect of grain. It's a commodity. And carbon is just another commodity that we do have on our farm. Uh, Carbon is like oil. We all have it, though. And it's just marketable in that same way. There's a buyer and there's a seller. We're the seller and there's buyers out there and that creates the market exchange. Hmm. Okay. And is it done through like a paperwork type format? So you know exactly what you're getting and what you're giving. Is that how that works? Yeah. Blue Source facilitates that structure, what you're paying, getting paid and what the payouts are. And then there's variability. So you're along for the ride as well. There's upside, there's downside in what the market's demanding. And uh, you do get to be part of the play in that. It'll be interesting to continue to talk to you about carbon credits and greenhouse gas emissions. It sounds like when it comes to carbon credits that there is a lot of opportunity for farmers. I agree. And I think the combination of also, it allows us to get a little more accelerated in the microbial activity of the industry and uh, feeding our seed, feeding our microbes in the soil with the seed treatments, I think it gives us a win-win revenue-wise and maybe improve our soil health and our production. And are microbials better for no-till situations or are they good for any type of farming operation? So basically, we're getting to the new aspect that no-till was the beginning of building up your microbes in your soil is just keeping the microorganisms alive in your soil instead of tilling and killing them. Scott, if a farmer has both non-till and conventional farmed fields, you can set both fields up in the Simple Farms app, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can set up your fields based on how your farming practices are or on your production end. The main way you want to look at it is based on commodity. But then from there, you can split up. We could do conventional corn, no-till corn, strip-till corn. You can look at it, all your different fields, operations in different ways. Got it. Okay. In our last conversation, one of the things that you said customers were looking for in the app was to add in livestock information. How is that coming along so far? 
Well, slow. We we want traction. First, we want traction with the program we've developed. But that will be once we've got a certain level of users, that will be the next step as we will do a livestock structure in the program. Since the last time we've talked, what are a couple of questions that you've gotten from users or potential users of the app? Right now, the big thing is just uh, the simplicity of tracking what they're doing. A lot of guys just have the questions like you do. Can you do this analysis or that analysis? We say, yeah, you can analyze yourself in any way you want. The program's really an open-ended calculator for farmers. And we hand that calculator to one farmer. He wants to look at himself one way. And uh, we're here to help. I don't know everything, but I'll sure be willing to have a discussion with any producer how we're looking at ourselves and Maybe we can look outside the box and help them look at themselves in a different way as well. I've said this before. I'll say it again here on the show is I've brought this up before and I'll bring it up again because it's so important. Seeing the interactions on your social media posts, talking to people at some of your meetings, your customer service with this company is top notch. We are and we're excited. We're growing and uh, we're even having a dialogue that maybe we can bring in another staff member here this fall to help us out in that aspect. And that that's going to be our focus for the life of the program is a customer service to help these guys out. That's the main reason I built the program too, Lori, is I was just finding another way to help out my fellow producer. That's what I want to do is just help out farmers in this industry and keep us going. Scott, how do we find out more about the Simple Farms app? Uh, the easiest way is to find us at simplefarms.ag. And it has all the locations that you can reach out to us and we'll get back to you if you don't hear from us right away. Anything else you want to mention today? Uh, Just very thankful we got the moisture, Lori. Yes. Looking forward to a good production year. And I know everybody's really busy and I just hope everybody's out there, stays focused and be safe. I wish you and the rest of our farmer listeners a successful and safe harvest this year. Scott, thanks for visiting with me today. Scott Scheimer, he's the CEO and creator of the Simple Farms app. I'm Lori Boyer.